0: All right, Man, that music every time. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Let's All right. get started, started, Joshua. Get rolling. Yeah. So welcome back to the Masculine Minute. Uh, today, we're here with myself, Joshua Gillow, and Mr. Ace Haggerty. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to focus Mondays on more of a motivational side of things. Everyone's getting back to work, getting back out there, doing the grind. I really wanted to talk a little bit about the motivational side of life and uh, we'll go from there. So um, yeah, that's what we're going to work on today. Hey, before we get into it, is it okay if I tell a quick little story? Please do.
1: Awesome. I, I appreciate the mic space. So this past weekend, both the Ultimate Warrior Joshua Gillow and I were involved in a leadership academy event via tony robbins the one the only infamous tony robbins and right big t during this event we got to experience some really cool things it's called leadership academy but the gist of it is we got to learn what tony robbins does if anyone's been to one of his events he does these uh immersion events that we talk about a lot and it's just incredible how he is able to work with people to break through the obstacles of limiting beliefs and the stories that people tell themselves so that they can have massive breakthroughs in as little as, shoot, he could do it in five, 10 minutes. Sometimes it takes an hour or two. But if you've ever experienced one of these interventions that he does, life-changing, absolutely incredible. And being an observer of these is amazing. But now Joshua and I had the opportunity to learn and do what Tony Robbins do. This is part of our mission This is part of our skill set that we're building up so that we can help change and empower people's lives. So Joshua had to leave the event uh, for a couple hours. And during that time, I was there with a young man. He was he's about 23, 24 years old. Very good, nice kid. And we had to do an exercise. So we're learning all these skills and all of this and that of how to get people past their limiting beliefs. Well, Of course, once Joshua leaves, we have to do this exercise and the exercise I worked with this kid, it took probably a good hour to an hour and a half to do. And essentially what we did is I built up rapport with him. I got leverage, So I linked pain with what he wanted to change. So the thing he wanted to change was procrastination. He felt like he was procrastinating in a lot of different parts of his life. And it was bringing him a lot of pain. It was breaking a lot of relationships. Um, his house, his room was a complete mess and it was just really messing with him emotionally. Um, and so I went through this exercise, I got him to close his eyes and I start working with him, like asking him questions. Like if you don't change this part of your life, what's your future going to look like a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. And then I started asking questions about, well, what, what's your life going to look like if you start making these changes? And so essentially what I was doing was I was getting leverage in such a way to empower him to make a change. And I, I could go on and on about the techniques that I used. You know, there was a couple moments where he was crying. And once you get somebody in that emotional state, it's, it's so incredible because you've linked enough pain with what they've been doing in their life, that they're going to make a change, but we want to make a change that lasts forever. And so from taking them to that emotional state, to a very uplifting state, we did a thing called anchoring. I wrote a chapter about that actually in my book about how powerful anchoring is doing neuro association between certain emotions that you want to have in certain movements. And throughout this process, by the end of it, this guy was just so. Grateful, had so much gratitude. And it went from tears of sadness and frustration to tears of absolute joy and gratitude. And at the end of it, this guy had a complete breakthrough. I have never done anything like this personally to this level. I've seen Tony Robbins do it forever. Uh, My mentor does this all the time at his events. But this was the first time that I actually did it myself. And it was crazy because I wasn't even thinking about it at that time. I was just going through the flow, going through all of this. And the long story short about something like this is if you're able to help somebody else have a breakthrough in their lives and literally see a complete change in them in as little as an hour or so, that just filled up my heart. I took my dog on a walk afterwards because we had a break and I just started bawling. I just started crying because I was so happy that I was doing something purposeful with my life. Like the event was supposed to be to learn, And I say it all the time, two fundamental parts of my life, growth and contribution. Well, I'm growing at the event. And then I got to use some of those skills to contribute, to help empower and change somebody else's life. At the end of it, the kid went up to me. He's like, bro, I never cry. And this, this guy's like ripped. He's, he's training for a freaking Ironman. The guy is just a, a monster physically of a, of a man and just so loving uh as well but to experience something like that so committing yourself to growth committing yourself to being a servant of others i just started crying when i was walking my dog just because i felt so much love and gratitude for where my life is going and what i get to do and experience he had a breakthrough but that man that i i was on cloud nine i felt so so wonderful for being able to be a part of that with him and yeah i just wanted to share that with you cuz i know you've done these before joshua this was the first time that i've done one from start to finish and it it couldn't have been more fulfilling i just feel completely blessed because of it
0: no i'm so i'm so happy that you had the opportunity to to step in and help right into step in and help him and and roll forward because, you know, guys out there listening, you know, these things might sound crazy and esoteric and like, what are they talking about? These guys like a bunch of witch doctors over here. That's not, that's not the goal. What's happened is we've come from a world of where everyone else is, right? As far as the, um, the day-to-day grind out there, just grinding, running business, just trying to get things done, get everything finished in a day and just trying to make enough money to pay all the bills and plus you know, gain the, uh, a little traction, maybe with some profits and just constantly run that grind. And what we found over the time is that there's a whole nother world out there beyond that, right? There's a whole nother world when it comes to, to leadership. And this, this event was very powerful. It had so many impactful moments in it, but what it really helped me understand even more is the idea that, you know, that purposeful leaders do not create lifelong followers, right? A purposeful leader. So often we think we just got to get into our social media handles. We got to get out there. We got to get bigger and bigger crowds. We're we're going to be an influencer. We're going to be a this. We're going to be like, that's the goal, right? The bigger the number you have of, of people who like you or follow you, the more value you have to the world. And that may be the case in some instances, but what they were teaching there and which I appreciate and have found to be, you know, my vision as well is, you know, purposeful leaders do not create lifelong followers. They create lifelong leaders. That Mm. difference is gigantic because now you're focusing on how can I help someone help someone as opposed to how can I help someone find me so I'm the end recipient of this. When you think bigger than that, that's the contribution side, right? So when you start thinking bigger than that, you start thinking, wait a minute, I've got a whole staff in my business. Like, How can I help them become more empowered so they can empower more people? Not so they can just constantly be making me more money. How can I help them become more empowered so they can empower their friends, their family, everyone around them. That's the question of a purposeful leader, not someone who's just out to gain all the, the mad respect or all the mad, uh, you know, details or whatever it might be for themselves. Like they're not just out for themselves. Once you realize that life is a game is a team game is a team sport. And you the more you can build and you build tribe around you and you just start helping people achieve things too that's when life becomes really amazing. And that's what you got to experience Aries. you got to experience being able to help someone in a way that didn't even know they needed to be helped. And then all of a sudden now you're like, Holy moly. Like I, I imagine on your soul, you're thinking how many more people could I help? Yeah, it's a whole other level.
1: Well, the great thing too, and you just said, this is that this kid works in the medical field. So he's helping people day in and day out as part, part of his profession. However, by him being able to get through his dis, you know, disempowering belief of being a procrastinator. And that just procrastination was just what he thought was his bigger, bigger problem. But his bigger problem was being able to really have a, a sense of gratitude for where he's at. The emotion that I put into him that he wanted, because I don't tell the great thing about this, And as a leader, you're supposed to be a guide. Mm. You're not supposed to tell people you need to feel this or you need to do this. And that's the crazy thing about learning this sort of uh, technique is that you're just a guide. And once you guide them to where they want to go, you get the hell out of their way. Because if they don't come up with what they the emotions they want to feel or how they want to change their life, if if I'm telling him that he's not going to follow that. But if he comes up with it himself, that empowers him to go out there and really make a good, lasting change. I'm just a guide. That's and it. that's the magic with all of this. And as being a purposeful leader, you are guiding these people. You're not telling them, you are not a dictator because using fear or money or any of these types of leverage isn't going to work in the long term. But if you're creating leaders by teaching them, empowering them, and then also giving them the ability to lead others, then that's when the compound effect starts coming into play. Like You see exponential growth in and it starts on a community level between communities of people. So by him taking that disempowering belief of procrastinating and now starting to take care of his life at home start taking care of the relationships that he was pushing off and ignoring and doing it from what he wanted was a state of gratitude, reaching out to friends and family members, reaching out to his, uh, the people he works with in, in the medical field by him. Now coming from a source of gratitude as opposed of a source of I'm not good enough. Or, uh, he said his, <laughs> what he would tell himself is I'm an asshole. Mm -hmm. Now he's saying, I am a good, loving, great, you know, grateful person coming from that. Every interaction he's going to have coming from that kind of place, that kind of energy is going to have a ripple effect into everybody's life that he interacts with. And so now he is going to be leading other people and empowering other people. And it's, It's like paying it forward. It's just going to keep going and going and going and building and building and building. And it's just an incredible thing to see and experience.
0: Absolutely. And there's there's something about, you know, in finance, you talk about the compounding effect, right? You put a dollar in or you put $100 in over a certain amount of time, you have a lot more than just uh, than the dollar you had right over time with compounding interest. It's the same thing when it comes to leadership in this mentality. When you're focusing on leadership is how can I help empower this person's life? How can I make their life better through the business or through the opportunity that I have sitting there you know, between us? How do I help empower them? Right? What happens is you will fill your, your spiritual bucket, your bucket of fulfillment, let's call it, right? So fast that way by helping others win, faster than by making money, faster than by chasing the big dream or whatever it might be, by helping others get to their dreams. It is absolutely profoundly more impactful. So I know when I first grew up, my thought was, you know, in business, I'm thinking like, you know, I just need to make my cut. I just need to work as hard as I can, make as much as I can for me. Because no one else I was like, this is out there that's going to actually come rescue me. They're not going to come out and try to help me with that kind of stuff. So I got to figure it out for myself. And the problem is you can only get so far with that mentality. And I hit a wall and I could not get past the wall. And I kept hitting the wall. It ended up being a million dollar mark for me. I couldn't get past a million in sales because I kept focusing on myself. And when I realized that business and life and all that's a team sport, I started thinking, wait a minute here, if it's a team sport and I can now focus on taking some of the proceeds that we're making and investing back in people to go become better and better and better people. And Ace, you know this is what I do, but the listeners out there, this is not about anybody becoming like Ace or myself. That's not what it's about, or even Tony Robbins for that matter. This is a matter of the gifts that God's given you that you are to go and discover in life and then share. Those gifts are the things that are so important to be able to share. So whatever it is for you, out there and do it it's not about trying to become like anybody else it's about trying to be the best version of you and get out there and and share as much as you possibly can with people stop the the mentality of 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 uh, lack constantly think i don't have enough i don't have enough because if you keep thinking that and you keep playing that same pattern in your head thinking thinking think "I i don't have enough i don't have enough you won't have enough but when you stop and you say wait a minute look how beautiful everything i have is what if you took that i don't have enough and flipped it in your head and you said you know what I'm the most grateful person there is. I have more than enough. As soon as you make that shift in your head and you decide that is gonna be your reality, things change. You know how much it costs Ace? Nothing, nothing to do that. And that's the important part of this is to realize you have that control within your own power. You can sit back and say, you know what? I'm choosing to stop thinking about that. But the first step is to realize it's a pattern. The first step is to realize that it is not you procrastination was his, his holdback, right? He kept calling himself. I'm a procrastinator. Whatever you fill in after the two words, I am is who you become. It's identity. If I am a procrastinator, then you will become a procrastinator. If you are a winner and you say, I am a winner, you will win it more stuff. It is that stupid, simple. So think about watch your mind's eye. And when you say, when you, something happens or you don't win or something like that, listen to what is going on in your head. Just stop and listen, observe. And when you see what kind of, see what kind of conversations happening up there. And you'd be amazed if you just identify with with what's going on and you say, wait a minute here. All right. So is that really true? Is it really true that I'm I'm a procrastinator or do I procrastinate at times? Because dude, even I procrastinate at times. We all procrastinate at times, but is that who you are? Or is it just something that happens once in a while? So by being very careful of the chatter that goes on in your brain and being mindful of it and thinking like, wait a minute here, what if I change that? How would it change everything else? The surprising part is when you change that, you do change everything else and it costs you nothing to do.
1: That's right, man. You got me all freaking psyched up. I want to hit the ground running right now. (laughs) So to everybody listening, the challenge that we're going to leave you with today is just ask yourself the question. As a leader of your family, of your business, even being a middle middle uh, what do they call that? Like a middle level leader. Like even if you're an employee, let's say you you work for somebody else, that doesn't mean you can't be a leader in your profession. You can lead from the middle. You can lead from the back. So, in just one or two parts of your life, your let's just say your family and your work, ask yourself the question. How can I be a purposeful leader? How can I lead, not by getting more people to follow me, but by getting more people to lead themselves? A very simple question. You can do it with gratitude. You could do it with love, compassion. There's a million different ways to do it. But ask yourself the question and start getting on that track to being a purposeful leader. How can I lead? Not by creating followers, but by creating other leaders boom any any closing remarks before
0: we go no, that's a mic drop for me dude good to go
1: well, i appreciate it man well hey great being with you again ultimate warrior happy monday and i can't wait for tomorrow
0: that's right brother just keep going guys get out there and get it
1: all right well with that said happy monday masculine minute check us out we're on all major podcasts now have a great day right, have
0: fun gentlemen